0: Did you ever wonder if it were possible to have great conversations in a relaxed and friendly environment? If you did, welcome to Hanging Out with Iluka on The Eclectic. The Eclectic is a weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of issues bordering on different aspects of life and its intricacies. So join us as together we embark on this journey towards making life-changing discoveries. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another super exciting edition of Hanging Out with Eloka on The Eclectic My name is Eloka Odua, as always and I'm your regular host right here on The Eclectic I've got for company Lucky Pastor, albeit he's joining me via the phone lines and together we shall be looking at a very very pertinent topic which is Leadership what it means and why it matters so Lucky
1: yeah. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to welcome to the show today, Loki. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. So this topic now, uh, leadership, why it means what when leadership, what it means and why it matters. It's actually very pertinent. Given what's been happening over the last few weeks in the country, what with the protests and um, the disruption of the protests, the killings of the protesters. And the government's response, or lack of it as it were, to unfolding Mm -hmm. events. And um, we are trying to see what the role of leadership in all these events is here. Yeah. And trust me, I I, I strongly believe that um, leadership plays a significant role in issues like this. Because
1: going by what you just explained, if the leadership was effective at the point where all of these things were rising, um, I really do think it have led to the, the massacre we, we had in Lagos and the, some other killings we had So in summary, leadership is very very important and I'm very glad we're talking about it now mm.
0: Okay, so let's, let's take a very quick look at um, what leadership is Now leadership may be defined as the process of inspiring or motivating people for, for the purpose of achieving organizational goals it is also the ability to mobilize both human and material resources in the attempt to meet specific objectives. Now they said that a flock of sheep led by a lion will do far better than a pack of lions led by a sheep. Following this maxim, which then would you say is most important when it comes to achieving collective goals? Leadership or followership? To help us discuss this issue, we have joining us via the phone line Mr. Henry Ayo. Hey, You're welcome to the Eclectic, sir.
2: Oh, thank you very much, Eloca and Lucky um, Pastor. So it's, it's a pleasure. I'm
1: uh, with your very insightful um, program. Thank you very much.
0: All right, sir. Yes, sir. Now, sir, you've heard the topic we are, we are looking at: um, leadership, um, yeah. effective leadership, what it means, and why it matters. So, very quickly, Looking at what's been happening in the country over the last few weeks, we are, we are asking what's, what a leader is? Or what's the difference between a leader and a ruler? Let's start with that. What's the difference between a leader and a ruler?
2: Uh, well, uh, let, let me start by saying, uh let me start by agreeing with the bulk of what you've said, that leadership matters a lot. Leadership makes a whole world of difference in be it business, be it in a religious organization, or be it in a social setting where you know people are gathered just for fun. And um, like you asked, what is the difference between a leader and a ruler? Even the name by itself, you would you would you, you can, you know, just extrapolate that meaning or the meaning thereof. Because when you look at the word "rule," "rule," "to rule" means you have absolute and complete um, authority over a people. Whether uh, this is my definition now, you have absolute and complete authority and power over a people, whether they like it or not. And um, if you've studied the history of Africa and a couple of other civilizations in the past, you'll realize that um, in old civilization, rulers actually exert authority and they exert complete and absolute um, control over a domain. But when you contrast that with leaders, you realize that leadership over time, you win. Leadership is about trust. Leadership is about um, having an understanding of the followership you have around you and being able to jointly work with them to achieve a common goal, you know, through the people using the resources available to you. And therefore, leaders do rule or can rule. However, rulers. Oftentimes, lead in a more how would I put it? They, they lead in a sense of you know, without recourse to the people they are leading. They, it's like saying, My word is law, take it or leave it. But often, when we contrast that with leadership, leaders want to understand what the people are going through, they want to understand. That. I mean, I'll give you a typical example you look at the policies i mean i'm not talking about the current american administration or dispensation if you look at the history of most civilized countries there's something called the opinion poll a lot of western leaders never go against the national opinion poll take for instance recently i was listening on cnn and um there was was a discussion if joe biden were to win the american election will he turn around what Trump has done regarding the Chinese, you know, trade issues and so on. And 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 someone said that going going by national polls, that it will be difficult for any other president to do otherwise because right now the Chinese are not seen from a favorable standpoint, you know, and. When you look at all of that, you realize that what, what is Opinion Poll in a, in a sense? Opinion Poll is what the people are thinking at every point in time regarding a topic. And leaders who are elected, leaders who understand that followership is what makes them strong, often listen are attentive to Opinion Poll. So, you know, leaders and rulers are, are, are in a different world entirely, completely different world. Uh, Okay, Um, at this point, sir,
1: if I may ask, which would you think is necessary for an organization leadership or rulership? Or do you think um, it's really, I mean, the situation where rulership or leadership is important?
2: You see, in the modern era, what you need is not rulership, what you need is leadership. I mean, what is rulership? Rulership says, I am in charge, my word is law. And I might or might not listen to your opinion. That is rulership. That is rulership. It is sin. In fact, that is what emperors do. They make the law. They preside about the law. And if you go against the law, you pay for it. And your, word, your, your opinion doesn't count. But when you come to leaders, leaders seek consensus. But you see, I understand the fact where in a crisis situation, a leader can step up and say, and say enough is enough, we're not going to do this, we're not going to allow this to happen again. It takes, for instance, if there's a fire in a building. If there's a fire in a building as a leader and you understand the route or the route for you to escape with your people. You're not gonna go around and say, okay guys, do you think we should fly through the window or do you think we should fly or should go through the door or the escape route. You're gonna tell them, guys, that is the escape route. I need you all of I need all of you to follow me right now. And I need you to follow me in a single straight line. You see? In that sense, the leader exhibited what you call a uh, some sense of some sense of rulership by right? saying this is how we're gonna go. But you see it's circumstantial. Leaders okay, must okay. be able to decipher and say hey, in this crisis situation, what we need right now is to be fair and to say guys, we're not going to condone this, we're not going to do this and this is the way we're going to go. But also in that, must also show empathy, even in a crisis situation. i give you an instance, during the lesson at a character, you have to command and march them out from that place and go forward. You know, you you find someone who cannot easily walk because they've injured themselves or so. You shout and say, come on, get up and move. Don't be lazy. No, you don't do that. What do you do? I mean, you you could get a cheapest guy. Let's help him up. Let's keep going. Let's move. And that's what leaders are about. A ruler could say, if you can't walk, then that means you're leaving your behind. Stay there. You understand what what I'm trying to say? say, leadership, Leadership counts for a whole lot. It counts a whole lot in every situation and you know you you must you must pay attention to the people to so your followers you do for you to succeed as a leader.
0: Now sir so you mentioned empathy. Uh what what yes. in speaking of empathy, what, what what would you say the characteristics a leader should possess? You,
2: you see, there, are so many, there are so many um characteristics a leader must possess <laughs> and um the leader must you know be focused. First and foremost, I mean, a leader, apart from being focused, you must have a vision. You must have a vision of where you want to be in the future. You must have a plan. You must focus on that plan as a leader. You must have empathy. Empathy will help you realize that in your, amongst your followers, not everyone is the same. Some are strong, some are weak, some are gifted, some are not. But as a leader, you must have empathy towards those who are weak. As a leader, you must have empathy towards those who, for one reason or the other, are not able to measure up at that point in time to what the vision dictates that we should dictate that we should measure up to. How do you 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 coach them you mentor them you try and get them to do. answer so at some point you apply the firm hand your flower you is called tough love and let them know if you don't get this right sorry we're gonna have to you know we're gonna have to drop you but haven't haven't made them understand the need for them to you know so that for them for them to um you know, live up to the expectation of the group. So I, I leadership, the qualities of the characteristics of a good leader are, you know, they, they are so, so many. I mean you must focus, you must have a vision, you must uh, you must you must be a good organizer. Apart from being a good organizer, you must have empathy, you must be you must be a good listener. You must be able to motivate people towards a cause. You must be able to galvanize them. That is leadership by excellence. That is what you call situational leadership. You know, because you could have leadership based on your position, you've been appointed into a position, but you could also have situational leadership where there's a crisis in an environment and you just stand up and say, hey guys, we're not gonna do this because we're better than this. We're not gonna do this because as the people our aim is not to destroy the same things we are trying to build and therefore we will not condone this so <laughs> institutional leadership you know has its place in society in environments where you know things go things are not going well and some of the steps of our faith not gonna go in this direction we're gonna actually we're gonna change the bull by the horn and change the course of things because we are not we are not bad people. We are fighting a cause but that doesn't mean we are looters. But fighting a cause that doesn't mean we 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 are um, thugs. We must live better than the way we are right now. Mm. I don't even answered the
0: question. Yes sir you have you have Alright, people, at this point, we'll take a very short break and then uh, we shall return with the topic Effective Leadership, What It Means and Why It Matters with our guest, Mr. Henry Ayo. Please, don't go away.
1: You are listening to Hanging Out with Eloka on The Eclectic. We invite you to join the conversation on various social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram at Eloka on the Eclectics. That is E L O K A O N T H E E C L E C T I C. Drop your comments and let us know your thoughts on the subject currently on focus. Send us an email to Eloka on the Eclectic at gmail.com if you have a story to share with us or any topic you would have us discuss here on the eclectic. When my last meal's coming, all I know is
0: Alright people, you're welcome back from that very short break You're still listening to Hanging out with Eloka on The Eclectic And I still have Lucky Pastor Joining me via the phone lines And helping me do this while we Have a conversation with our guest Mr. Henry Ayo Now sir (laughs) Going by the philosophy of temperament, which temperament would, would oh. you say, or its combination, which temperament or its combination would you say is best suited for leadership? Um, uh, I,
2: I, often, I often wouldn't want to be fixated on, say, oh, this temperament is better, or oh, that temperament is not. I'm somewhat. Um, it, it depends on what. Full of thought, or what psychological book you're looking at? You know, I I am very familiar with the Mars Briggs, but I know you're looking at the the Tim Lae, um, temperament. We have the you have the uh, choleric, you have the um, phlegmatic, you have the uh, melancholy, and you have the sanguine. Yeah. You know, oftentimes you're told that. Plegmatic people are often undecided. They, uh, you know, they they did dilly with things. And at the same time, melancholy persons sometimes can can be a bit uh, a bit reserved to themselves and not um, you know not you know, not very very outspoken or outgoing and all of that. While on the on the other side, while when you contrast the temperament of the choleric and the sanguine, the choleric is someone who is you know who oh, is super aggressive, super, super super aggressive, you know, he's always, he's outgoing, outspoken, uh, it's never quite about issues and the sanguine, you know, he's diplomatic, yes, he's outgoing, it's outspoken, it's, uh, but at the same time, he's not as aggressive as we put the choleric, uh, the choleric character. Uh, but any one of this individual could actually take on the position of leadership. It's all about understanding what role you have been entrusted with and knowing that as a leader, you can't afford to be, you know, uh, you can't afford to flip flop like the phlegmatic would uh, when it comes to decision-making or uh, like the melancholy would keep to themselves without sharing the vision and letting the people understand or galvanizing people towards a cause. Oftentimes, we will tell you that, oh, I think um, choleric, a mixture of choleric and um, sanguine will be better because they are spoken. But all of these temperaments have their weaknesses as well as they have the strength. So, anyone, whether choleric, whether sanguine, whether melancholy or, or phlegmatic character, could actually take on a leadership role and do very well. But they must understand one thing what are my weaknesses? And how could I manage those weaknesses and how can I surround myself with people who would help me achieve the objective of this position? I mean, you've have leaders who who have actually put people, um, I'll give you, I, I want to share um, the story about uh, Moses and Aaron in the Bible, if you will permit me. Um, well, Moses said, you know, when God called him, he said, I'm not eloquent, I can't talk i I presume Moses was, a, was a, a very, very melancholy kind of person and so on. But he said, and what did God say to him, he said, you know what, your brother Aaron is, you know, is a good spokesperson. So I would assume Aaron, Aaron, is, is, uh, Aaron himself was a very sanguine kind of person who could get along with people. So it's about the leader understanding the strength. What are my strengths? What am I good at? How can I harness it? But what are my weaknesses? Who are the people that can help me ensure that I get the best out of, you know, the situation around me? And that's what I would say. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be fixated in saying, Oh, this is best or this isn't best but two things you must understand. Strength. What are my strengths and then weaknesses I'm listening? So um,
1: so, but what you're saying basically is um, leadership is a thing of the mind and <laughs> understanding. not really yeah. whether you're we or not whether you are yeah. you talk active or you don't talk of uh as you have people say uh, you are too cool, you cannot be mm. you cannot lead the people. You are mm. too soft, you can't lead like you knowing even when good luck for the president, you know? yeah. We have yeah. a lot of things saying uh um Good luck, it's too weak, he's too yes, quiet, yes. he's too this, he's he too that So, and that was why he is, you know So, basically, the point you're making is Leadership is a thing of the mind Yes You can have the mind, you have the idea, you have yes. the, the understanding yes. You can make a good leader Yes, now, if the thing of the
2: mind is, is you must understand your role And in understanding okay. your role, you must also be self-aware Okay So, awareness your strength, you know your weaknesses and you know the opportunities inherent around your environment and the threats you're faced with. And when you are able to do a personal source analysis and say, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, what opportunities do I have to show people that I can live? Where they think I'm soft? What are the opportunities that have been presented? With and based on that, you would you would excel if you do that. But if as a leader you do not understand all this prerequisite of for success as a leader, you would fail woefully because if you believe oh I am I am just okay the way I am. No. No leader is okay the way he or she is. You must as a matter of um, as a matter of principle have the concept of I am always. I am a work in progress. I'm always. I'm. I'm improving. I'm improving, and in that way, you would do well as a leader.
0: Okay, no, sir. When it comes to leadership and followership, can these two work in isolation? And which is more important, leadership or
2: followership? Okay, if the truth is, the followers. Often produce a leader. So the culture, the uh, the culture, the social scenario, the social dynamics with, within which the followers lead, would always present itself within the leader. And um, the followers, the leaders, they have a way of influencing each other. And the cultural dimension within which they find themselves would always play a role in how they interact with each other and therefore you cannot extricate one from the other the leader is the leader is produced from amongst the followers and the, the leader leads the followers and when the followers feel to listen to the leader the leader in himself must understand the the the, the fact that these are people that i i have to state social awareness with uh, and i must try and apply my understanding of this of, of the people's cultural perspective in order to lead them. So um leaders and followers, truth is the followers produce the leader and the leader can dissociate himself from the followers and the followers can dissociate themselves from the leader. And both must help each other to succeed. So for an organization to succeed yes, we, we we need a good Leadership and followership. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you see, the truth is, when you have weak followership, the leader will mess up. Because when the followership are not able to confront the leader, provide him with feedback and say, we don't think this is right, this is wrong, and we think this should be corrected. Now, when when the followership is weak, the likelihood of the leader failing is very high. But when the leadership is, well, but when the followership is overbearing and stronger than the leader, you realize that they will overrule and overrun the leader. And then there has to be a balance. The leader must understand, and that's where a sense of um, rulership comes in. You see, I, I know I mentioned earlier on that you know leadership and, and rulership are separate, but you see, contextually, when you talk about leadership, there are rules of engagement between the led and the leader. Mm-hmm. And the rules of engagement is often what you would call either a law or a constitution of that particular country, or the constitution of that, let's say, it's a, an age group, or the constitution or, of the um, society to be a cooperative or anything. So that, that, book, that document, that legal binding document, provides the leader with his rulership and right. Because when the people are going wrong, you will tell them, based on the laws guiding us, you, you can't do this. You understand me. Yeah. And when the leadership is going wrong, when the fellowship is going on, the leader will read them the route out and say, this is what the constitution says. And when the, the followers are going astray, they, or when the leader is going astray rather, the followers will tell them according to the constitution of this environment, or of this society, or of this group, you cannot be seen to be doing this. It is against the fundamental tenets of our society. And therefore, you know these are these are, these are important perspectives that leaders and followers need to put into perspective when uh, if
1: such an organization was succeed. In, in other words, the the the, the legal binding book or constitu- um, document documents ruled over a leader and the followers that's what you Absolutely, thank
2: you, but you, you you couldn't have put it any better. <laughs> That's it. The, that the, the, the constitution, the legal binding book, the guidelines, the rules and regulations, rules over all of them, they are subject. That is why in a lot of countries where you have, a, where you have democracy, they said rule of law, the rule of law, the rule of law prevails in the society, meaning the law guiding our society, the law guiding our environment prevails. Over our actions or inaction, and therefore we must abide by those rules and regulations guiding
0: us. Mm. Wow, that's that's been a very very interesting wow. conversation, and uh, it's it's really heartwarming to know that we as followers have a role to play in in the development of our country and in in the projection of our trajectory moving forward. You know, it's it's not just um, it's not just it's not just enough that we leave we leave it all to the leaders or the rulers to 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 decide our faith. We need to take our our destiny in our hands. And just as we've done in the recent weeks, we we actually do want to encourage every Nigerian citizen out there to always try to put your foot down, speak up when it matters, speak up when you see things going wrong and take the necessary steps to effect change in a peaceful manner and at this juncture I would like to observe a minute of silence all those who lost their lives during the protest and our heart goes out to to the members of the families of those who have lost their lives in this struggle for a better rulership and, um, and good governance right here in Nigeria So, um, Mr. Henry, thank you for joining us today on the Eclectic. Um, any final words for us before thank we let you, you go? Uh, I,
2: I just want to say thank you very much and um, for having me. And I would like to say that um, both the followers and the leaders must always understand one fundamental thing, and that they, they are both partners in progress, and none can do without the other. Okay. Okay, that's my final word. Thank you. Okay, thank
0: you very much, sir, uh, for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Good pleasure. Thank you. All right, sir. So, Lucky, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the Eclectic. It's been an interesting conversation. What do you think? Oh uh, yeah, um, it's actually been an interesting conversation,
1: and um, I must say. Um, Mr. Um, Ayo has done a great job with the topic <clears throat> So, um, lastly, I would just want to say that um, we are Nigerians, we can't deny that fact and uh, like we've already said, lots of things have been happening within the few uh, past weeks <clears throat> and um, it hasn't been funny so we must admit the fact that we're having not just bad leadership in nigeria but bad followership as well so we must learn to marry the both together the leadership and the followership in order to make a better nigeria and um, i strongly believe that by the time we do so we are going to have reasons to celebrate and um, say nigeria is better mm-hmm. so may help help us and help nigeria amen um, uh, thank you very much in the car
0: all right people so until next time it's been hanging out with Eloka on the clinic
1: monster just
2: cuz we no way no way It's only so much that you can take. La-di-da-da-di-da-da-da-da. We are the monsters.